Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening. Today's topic explores the relationship between loneliness and faith. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Lonely, But Not Alone, by Aaron DeAnthony Brown, read by Leah Martin. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. Psalm 27.10 Patterns. They look good when they're quilted into a blanket or when decorating a plaid shirt. We even enjoy the patterns of routine, bumping into the same faces on our way to work or sitting down yet again to enjoy our favorite meal. However, seldom do we enjoy patterns that are undesired, challenging, or leave us feeling crummy inside. Such is the case with loneliness. It's a feeling we experience as children and one that inevitably follows us into adulthood forever. Loneliness set in when our mother first dropped us off at daycare, and then again when our spouse headed out of town for work. Our reasons for being lonely vary, but we all know the feeling. And we should all know that loneliness is a pattern one will experience time and time again. Maybe not in the next hour or the next day, but eventually. So what is loneliness? Loneliness describes the disconnect we experience when the reality of our relationships doesn't match our expectations. In other words, we want something we don't have. We experience this when sitting by ourselves at home on the couch with a box of pizza or when hanging out with a group of people at a crowded restaurant. The situations vary, but the experience is the same. We want something we do not have. Loneliness carries with it a familiar anguish, a longing that goes unquenched. Sometimes the sensation lasts so long, we doubt whether or not we'll ever see change. But loneliness is a pattern, and every pattern has to end before starting again. Thus, no matter how much we may lament loneliness, much like any other form of suffering, God can and will use this pain for good. Romans 8.28 We just have to let Him. 
Intersecting Faith and Life. The next time you're at the crossroads of loneliness, consider these five things you can do to make the most of the experience. One, connect with God. When you're feeling lonely, remember, you always have God. In fact, we would do well to remember God is always with us in the presence of crowded markets and in the privacy of our homes. Too often when loneliness creeps in, our doubts about God build. We wonder where he's gone and why he's left us in the first place. He hasn't. Instead, the lonely feeling is an indicator that there's a distance between us, a distance that we've created. Fill that void by seeking him earnestly and openly. Tell him how you feel, why, and ask for change. Or even better, to use this loneliness to develop you. Two, connect with others. Loneliness can also prove to be motivational for going out and connecting with people. Whether you're looking to date or make new friends or just have a good conversation, sometimes you have to go out and search for what you want instead of just waiting. There's no doubt that God answers our prayers, but we're instructed to add action to our prayers. Maybe then we'll see the results we want. Three, reassess ourselves. Loneliness may feel unfair, unjust, and cumbersome. And while all of these things may be true, we can also sometimes find ourselves in lonely seasons because of decisions that we've made. Single parents who could have worked things out now feel emptiness after ending their marriages. The dishonest friend feels the sting of loneliness after committing yet another betrayal. The solution, then, is to confess your sins, repent, and where possible, pursue reconciliation. 4. Plan for the future. One way to look at the lonely season is as a time of preparation for what's to come. You don't have what you want right now, but one day you could. If that happens, how can you better serve God during the time that you have today? Does the Lord want you to grow in a particular way? If so, embracing how He wants you to grow today will only make you better for what happens tomorrow. And five, change your perspective. Loneliness doesn't feel great, but loneliness will feel worse without the right perspective. We don't have to enjoy what we're going through to make the most of the experience. Most of us don't enjoy breakups, but most will attest to growing from the experience. Struggles have the potential to break us, but also to make us. The deciding factor is perspective. And one way to ensure you have the right perspective is to remember, you may be lonely, but you are not alone. You are never alone. For further exploration of this topic, read 1 Peter 5-7, Genesis 2-18, Psalm 147-3, or the Crosswalk.com article, Overcoming Loneliness by Whitney Hopler. Or listen to Lonely Days Gone by Marvin Winans and the Perfected Praise Choir. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
Scripture and brain science agree. Meditating on God's Word transforms us and reduces stress in our lives. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week I give you space to hear God's Word, listen to the Spirit, and pray about what's on your heart. And then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.